Praise the Lord, and thank you for joining us at the Upper Room Church. Listen in as Pastor Johnson teaches the Word of God, gives us encouragement, and midweek refuel to run this spiritual race. Tonight's lesson will be entitled, Looking for a Better Country, Because This World is Not Our Home. Let me go over a few scriptures with you here, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go. Now, in the book of um, Hebrew, you've got the Bible, follow along with me. If not, just listen to me as I read. Hebrews 11, chapter. Let me just go over just a little bit about Abraham and all those people as they were traveling back then through this world. I want to show you the attitude and mindset that they had about this world. Somebody, some people love this world. They love it. They really stuck on it. They hung up on it. But uh, I want you to know that there is something. God has something better for his people than what we're experiencing right now. That's a better thing. That's a better word. That's a better life. That's a better world. And I look forward to that, that better uh, world and that better life. Uh, with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, Hebrew, the 11th chapter, check this out. Hebrew, the 11th chapter in verse number, uh, let's see. Uh, let's look at verse number nine. We're going to read down to verse number uh, 16. Verse nine, 11, Hebrew 11, nine down to 16. Uh, check this out. It said, by faith, he sojourned in the land of promise. It's Abraham. He, 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 he journeyed, he traveled in the land of promise that God promised to him, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. So Abraham traveled, sojourned the land, going to the land that God promised him that he was going to have, a, 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 a land flowing with milk and honey, uh, the promised land. That's what Abraham, God promised him, uh, the promised land. And he was journeying with his children, his family, Isaac and Jacob. And they were also heirs of the same promise as they were looking uh, for that land that God said, I'm going to take you somewhere that's much better than where you are. It's on planet Earth. It's not in heaven. But uh, check this out. So they sojourned uh, on this land uh, in a strange country, dwelling with Isaac and Jacob, heirs of the same promise. Verse 10 says, for he looked for a city which had foundation, whose builder and maker is God. That's what Abraham was really looking for. He was looking for a city that had foundations. See, the foundation, when you look at the foundation of the world that we're living in, all of the foundations are falling down. The thing that we were ever taught, all the good morals, all the good standards, our foundations are falling down. Abraham, as he traveled with his children, he was looking for a city that had foundation and who built it and make it with God. So he was looking for a place that God made, God created. And uh, I feel a lot like Abraham. I can relate to that. That's what I'm looking for also. I'm looking for a city that got foundations, a city who builds them and maker is God. Now, the, the builder up of this world, man have built this world. He built cities and towers and buildings and uh, you, you name it. He built some uh, beautiful structures in this world. But man cannot build something like what God made. 
uh, the things that God made, the Bible said, eyes haven't seen, neither have it entered into the hearts of man, the things that God has in store for those that love him. God has made some things. He has scooped out some things. He has spoken some things into existence. And man cannot even imagine the beauty and the splendor of the things that our Lord and Savior has made for his people. So I'm looking for something, a foundation who builder and maker is God. Now, verse number 11 says, uh, through faith also Sarah uh, herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was uh, past age because she judged him, God, faithful, who had made the promise to her. So by, by strength, by faith, Sarah was able to receive strength to conceive a child because she believed God, the one that made her that promise, she judged him faithful that he was able to do what he said uh, was going to come to pass. And God did that. She believed it, and it happened. Verse number 12 said, Therefore uh, sprang there even, uh, even a one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore in innumerable. Uh, God promised Abraham something such a great blessing that he was going to bless his seed and bless his children that he won't be able to count them and be so many children of, of God that the, the Bible said they will be in uh, uh, like the sands of the sea. Sure, innumerable, can't count them. And so the seed of Abraham, God blessed him tremendously. But notice this, God made him a promise. Verse 13 says, now these all died in faith. All of Abraham's children, Abraham did too not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. So what Abraham and his family, God allowed them to see the promise that he had in store for them, and they embraced that promise, just wrapped their arms around it, and they saw that it was such a great, awesome, beautiful promise and they embraced it, and they said to themselves that we are strangers and pilgrims traveling through this old land. This, this world is not our home. I want you all to understand that this world is not our home. We're just here. Some, some said we, this is just rehearsal, and, and when we get to heaven, we're going to really sing. This is, this is the, uh, a, a place that God has us. He's preparing us. We are, we are being prepared for awesome awesome blessing. And so Abraham and his children, his family, they didn't uh, uh, get to uh, embrace that promise, but they saw it and they embraced the memories, they embraced what God said, uh, believing it, that they, it, they were going to get there. And, it's, and he went on to say, and they confessed that they were strangers. You ever feel like you're just out of place sometimes? You know, down here in this old world, uh, I don't know about you all, but I do feel like I'm a stranger sometimes. I do feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. You look at everybody that's so different from the Word of God. And everybody that's so into worldly things. Everybody's so into themselves and so into uh, the, the demonic things. And we just want to do the wild thing and do the crazy thing and uh, do your thing and everybody's thing. And so it makes you feel, and when you try to live the life that the Lord is uh, that's pleasing the Lord, you sort of feel out of place. 
you you got to feel like this is really not your world. This is the world, the, the, the people's world that, that's in the world, there's other world. This is their world. Our world is the one that Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And when I when I when I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive unto myself. And where I am, you will be also. So you got to feel like this is not my world. I'm just here for now. You're just here for now. We are strange. They use the word stranger and pilgrims. Pilgrims are pilgrims are people that travel. We traveling through this old land, y'all. And uh, but, but but one day, God's gonna come and God's gonna bless us and God's gonna lighten this old heavy load. So many of us are carrying the heavy load. People are under so much pressure. I heard today people talking about. Ooh, everything just so high. Rent is so high. Gross is so high. The people in California talk about rent is, it just don't make sense. It's just ridiculous. It's too high. People can't hardly live. The people up in uh, uh, Ripley, Tennessee, on the news, rent is too high. People can't afford to live. So this is not our world. This world here is just uh, greedy after the almighty dollar. All they want is money, 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 money. Uh, 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 so this is not our world. This is not our world. We are oppressed here. And so Abraham and his children, they said they embraced those promises and confessed to one another that we are strangers and we are pilgrims on earth. You got to believe that on earth, I am a stranger. I am a pilgrim. This world is not my home. It's not your home. I'm looking for something better. I'm looking for a better country, a better place than what we have right now. Now, goes on. Look at verse number 14. Said, for they that said such things declared plainly that they seek a country. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they made it plain. They said it plainly. They declared it plainly. said, we are looking for a country. Not this place. Not this evil world. You mean you, you love it here? No, no, no. I'm here to Jesus come and get me out. And so Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, they all and all the children, all the people of God in, in the Bible times, they, they all said that they're pilgrim and they're strangers in this world. And they don't love it here. They're just here to their Lord and Savior. Come and get them out. Come get us out of here, Lord Jesus. And so they seek a place. Now, there are some people who love this world. They love this world. Y'all remember the song, uh, uh, James Brown put out this song, uh, Living in America. Living in America is so sweet. It's so fine. And, and, and so when, when you of this world, you love this world, and they, he, they love the life. They love the, 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 the city that never sleeps. They, they, they love this world and what's going on in this world, and, 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 and they have the money to enjoy the sinful things in this world, and that's what they love. They love living in America, living in this world, uh, because of what they have opportunity to do so much, not so much for God, but so much for the flesh, so much for themselves. We have to, you and I as Christians, we have to uh, uh, feel this way. If we don't feel this way, then we're going to have to seek God for some help, that we really need God to really get in our spirit more and more. Uh, uh, this world is not our home. Okay, now then it says, for they they declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful 
of the country from which they came out of, that, that means this old planet Earth, the world, they might have had opportunity to return. But they didn't want, they didn't want to go back to what they had. They really want to go forward to forward and looking forward to what God Almighty has in store for them. So the, what they had, looking at what we have, is not good enough. It's not meeting the needs. The needs of my spiritual man is not being met in this world because the needs of my spiritual man are being crushed. It's being crushed each and every day. I can't pray. I can't worship. I can't say the things that, that be of God and be at peace without somebody calling you a name, a hater or something. So our spiritual man is can't thrive in this world. He can't thrive in this world. But when we get to heaven, when we get with Jesus, we will have peace of mind. We'll be at peace to praise the Lord, peace to enjoy the things of God. But in this world, we will be oppressed daily, constantly. And the heat is going to get turned up more and more as we go on into the future. And so they plainly declare that we are, uh, uh, we are seeking a country. We're seeking a country. Verse 15 said, and said, truly, if they had been mindful of the one that they, once they came out, they might have opportunity to go back. And so they don't want to go back to what, what it came from. Verse, notice, notice verse number uh, 16 said, but now they desire a better country. And so this is what you and I are right now. This is what we all of God's children should be right here at this point. You and I, we, we are seeking a better country. Now, 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 living in America right here, right now, uh, I'm not. I'm not one of those that's going to tear the country down and uh and, and, and say the world so the country is so evil, so prejudiced, so no good. America ain't no good. I, I, I'm not one that don't believe in the country that I live in. I do believe that America is a good place. I though I know we have our problems. People say America racist. People racist and all that kind of stuff. You don't know nothing about racism until you go somewhere else. But if America was so bad. Those people trying to come across this border to get here where you are, uh, they fleeing. They fleeing something. They fleeing from a country that is really terrible. I know we got our problem. I heard folks say, "I'm gonna leave here. I'm gonna leave here." You ain't left yet. You ain't going nowhere. This is the best place to be for uh, 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 opportunity and uh, uh, enjoying some freedom, even though we don't have all the freedom we love to have. But over there, they don't have none at all. So what I'm saying, America is just a sinful place. But we still can enjoy a little freedom for now until Jesus comes. It won't be long. That little freedom will be taken away because we know how, how the Bible is going to line up. We're eventually going to lose the freedom that we have, and we will become like other nations oppressed. But here, verse 16 said, but now they desire a better country. That is an heavenly. They're looking for a heavenly country. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has has prepared for uh, for He has prepared for them a city. I'm looking forward to God and the city that God Almighty has prepared for me. They are looking for a better country. That is a heavenly country. And so. Uh, what I'm saying is this evening, is I was sharing, uh, talking with Parker, and he, he just made me realize even more. He's just a kid, and he gets it. And I pray that some of us old folks get it too. 
he don't when he die, he done with this world. He don't want to come back as a tree, a light pole, no anything. He he looking for a country, a country that is a heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. He looking for something better. Not not die and come back to this old world. No, no, no. You and I don't want to die and come back to this old world. We, when we die, we want to go and be with the Lord. You remember the Bible said uh, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So when we die, we want to go and be with the Lord. I don't want to die and go become a cow. I don't want to die and become back a horse. I don't want to die and come back a butterfly, a bird, a bear, a dog, or anything. I don't want to come back and be anything in this old world. When I die, I want to go and be with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so do you. And so do you. But there are religions that teach a lot of nonsense. So we are looking Christian. Now, I know people think that we're not going to go anywhere. Jehovah Witnesses think that we're just going to be here on earth. We're not going anywhere. But, oh, yeah, God's going to, uh, he's going to redo this earth. This earth here will be remodeled. Uh, New Jerusalem will come down from God out of heaven. And this earth will be remodeled. It will look nothing like what it is now. God rid the sinners of this world, get rid of all the sinners and all the, uh, the cutthroats and all of the evil men and seducers. When you get rid of all those people, this earth will have a new look to it. Uh, it will be refurbished, remodeled by God. It will be beautiful, and we will enjoy. We will enjoy this world and New Jerusalem as it come down from God out of heaven. And so Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, his wife Sarah, and all his family, they look forward to a better place. I want you all to get it in your mind. You want something better than what you have. It's okay. Some of y'all got nice homes. You got nice cars. You have nice jobs. That's okay. You got nice clothes. You eat pretty well. Y'all doing all right. But don't you get stuck on this world. I, I, I give the cars and the, and the clothes and the house and the, and the money. I give it all up to be with Jesus because it, nothing can be compared to where the Lord is going to take us to. Nothing in this world can be compared to that. So I give it all up. I leave it all behind for what the Lord has for you and I. It's much better. So we're looking for something better than what we have. We're going to keep what we got. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna deal with what we got. Until the Lord come and get us and take us to something better. Better is on the way. Better is coming. God got better. There is better. And I want it. I want to be in a place where it ain't nothing but saved folks, Christian folks, no sinners, no devils, no drive-by shoot, no carjacking, no hijacking, no shooting, shoot them up, bang, bang. I want to be in a place like that where, 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 where the Bible said where, where children can lead, lead a bear. Lay down with the bear. Lay down with the tackle, tiger. And uh, we can enjoy because God's going to take the bottom out of the earth. There'll be no more vicious animals. Everything will be tame. Everything will be friendly. And I want a world where we can walk down the street and nobody be home. You and I, we need to go walking. We need to get some exercise. But you, but you, but you, I encourage you, don't take that walk down the street too much. Be careful. Go to a safe place. Go to uh, 
or I don't know, just go to a safe place if you want to work out and walk. But you can't hardly walk down these old streets without somebody bothering you. And so I want something better, and the Lord has something better for all of us. Uh, eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard the thing that God has in store for those that love him. So we'll be able to walk down the street, and nobody bothering us. One, we're about a car coming down the driveway, coming down the street, slowing up. And and you and you wondering who inside there with window tent. You you have to look, hold your head up and see what's going on. Because you don't want nobody to let the window down on you and stick a gun out the window and do something crazy and stupid and then take off running. So this old world, uh, we can't feel at home. We can't be at ease. We can't enjoy out there. We can't get too relaxed because it's so sinful. It's so simple. We can't get too relaxed, but when we get to heaven, oh, we can really enjoy ourselves. I'm almost done. I got one other scripture I want to read for you. Uh, look at, uh, let's see, Thessalonians, Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 4 and uh, 14. First Thessalonians 4 and 14. Now, we know for a fact the word is evil because we read it. We read it. I gave you scripture on it. Uh, Galatians said the world is evil. And First John five nineteen say uh, uh, this world this this world is filled with wickedness. But we there ain't no doubt about it. We know the world is evil. But we go into a place where every day will be Sunday. Seven will have no end. Now, First uh, Thessalonians five four that is. First Thessalonians 4 and 14 through the 17th verse, and I'm going to let you go. We're looking for a better place, a heavenly country, a place where God has prepared for those that love him. A, a, a city. I'm looking for a city. And there is such a city. You don't have to worry about robbers. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, killers, violent people. You all have those dreams, have dreams somebody breaking in the house on you, have dreams somebody trying to hurt you and hurt your family. Somebody told me the other day they had a dream that uh, the man was going to kill a whole family, and they're glad they woke up out of the dream. You don't, you don't want to, you will be in a place where you won't have dreams like that. You want to live in fear when we get to heaven. And so we're looking for a better place. There is such a place. But you know, there are some people... They're not worried about it. They ain't looking for nothing but what they got. But I want to encourage you that God has something better for us. I want you to keep doing what you're doing because I want you to get there. I'm looking forward to being there. I want you to get there. We suffered enough. You went through enough. Uh, we'd have had such a hard time in this world. You don't want to have a hard time in this world suffering and, and what we're going through and then die and go to a worse place that call hell. You don't want that. After all this suffering, you you want some, you want a peace of mind. You want some ease. You want some good times. You don't want to live in this old hell, uh, hellish world, and then die and go to a hell. No. After this life is over, you want to live in a better place. Everybody deserves better than what you have. Let's look to God that He give us that place. He promised it to us. Let's look to God, and He will deliver it to us if we love Him. He'll do it. Uh. Thessalonians 4 and verse 14. Let me read this. I'm going to let y'all go. Uh, for, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, 
Even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Then verse 18, he went on to say, Wherefore comfort one another with these words. So it's, it's my God-given duty, responsibility, to remind you where we are and where we're going. That's what he said, verse 18, Wherefore comfort one another with these words. So I got to, from time to time, I got to remind you that we're looking for something better. We're going somewhere. This is why we do what we do. This is why we live the way we live. And, and this is why we're looking and expecting what we're expecting to receive. So, uh, so we, I'm commanded, and we all are commanded by God, wherefore comfort one another with these words. So I, we have to comfort each other. We're going to a better place, y'all. Don't get comfortable here. I got to tell you that from time to time, because sometimes you might get comfortable, you might get, you might get a little sidetracked, you might get a little weary with the journey down here. And, and, and please, whatever you do, don't let what happened going on down here uh, change your mindset about going to be with the Lord up there or wherever heaven going to be. Don't let what's going on down here change your mind to make you not want to uh, go on and enjoy and look forward to the thing that the Lord has for you. I don't care what happened down here. I don't care what the government do down here. When the Lord comes, I'm ready to go. I don't care what president we got, who in the White House, when the Lord comes, I'm, I'm ready to go. You can have it all because I know what's going to happen to this old world. And uh, ain't, ain't nothing in this world will make me change my mind when Jesus comes and not go. And I want you all to have that same understanding, that same uh, concept, uh, you know, no matter what's going on in this world. When Jesus comes, you stepping up out of here. Let the house go, the car go, everything. Lord, I don't want it. I'm going with you, and I'm going to a better place. Ain't nothing in this world worth staying here for when the Lord come back. Oh, but there are going to be those that are hung up and stuck on this world and don't want to leave it. It's just like people hung up and stuck on their money. People treasure, they worship their money. But you know what? Uh, 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 no matter how much money a man got, he may be a millionaire. I ain't, I, I never seen nobody, uh, when they died, they took their money and put it in the coffin with them. Take it with them. You ain't, it ain't, uh, if you put it in there, I'll tell you what, it won't be in there long uh, before somebody come and dig you up when the family go home. They're going to dig you up, brother, and get that money. And so you ain't that you and that money ain't going nowhere. Whatever you got, you can't take it nowhere. When you die, you're going to leave it here. And so I don't have to die to leave it here. Uh, I, when the Lord comes, I'll leave it here. I, I ain't got to die to worry about leaving it. I'll leave it, walk away from it right now. If the Lord comes, I ain't got to die and leave it. I just leave it anyway because I'm going to something better. And so here he says, Comfort one another with these words. 
we as brothers and sisters Christians, we got to remind each other every day the Lord is soon to come. Don't you be weary. Don't you be sidetracked. Don't you let the devil uh, mess up your mind. Don't let him change your mind. Stay focused, my brother. Stay focused, my sister. There's enough going on that can change you, but stay focused. Encourage one another uh, daily. Stay focused. Stay on God. Stay on track. No, We can't go back. We can't go back. You and I, we can't go back. No, I can't go back. I'm not going back, and I can't let you go back. So uh, this is the charge that the Lord has given us. Stay focused. A lot of saints, I see a lot of saints are getting so weak. I see a lot of my saints, Christian friends and brothers that are in other churches. I look at them. They look so, they look so worldly now. They, they look so like they're not making a difference anymore. They're acting worldly-minded. I see them as they have the anniversary. Y'all check this out. As they have the anniversary, husband and wife anniversary, uh, uh, they'll they're, they're go and get some worldly song or song of the world and play it. Oh, we in love. Look, I don't need that devil to sing a song for me to, to, to help me celebrate my anniversary. No, and so I see Christians, Christians getting getting worldly stuff to help them celebrate their anniversaries and all that. Kind. You don't need that. We don't need the devil to help us celebrate. Just celebrate and enjoy Jesus. Celebrate, sing a sing a, a, a church song and celebrate your anniversary. Why you got to go get the world song? And and all these Christian folks, this is what I see them doing: go and get the worldly secular songs. And put it with their anniversary. Put it. They're having a birthday. They'll play an old devil song. Whatever's going on, they're playing. A, Why are you playing that? You are the world. You got to come out the world. We letting the world get back in our heart. Get out of the world. Come on out of there. Come on. We God brought us out. Why are you going back and getting that stuff? Come on out the world. Stay with the Lord. You don't need the world to help you celebrate nothing. You need Jesus to help you celebrate your anniversary, celebrate your birthday if you want to do that, celebrate your children, whatever you want to celebrate. Use the things of God to celebrate, not the things of the world. And this is the attitude that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob had. They, 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 they were strangers traveling through here, and they didn't want to go back to the country that they came from. They were looking for a better country. Brothers and sisters, we can't be looking for a better country while we enjoying the country that we're in, while you're enjoying the world that we're in. We're strangers. We're pilgrims. Don't get used to this. Don't get used to this. We're looking forward to that that the Lord has prepared for us. All right. We're not coming back as a light pole. We're not coming back as uh, a, a tree. We're not coming back as uh, any kind of animal. Okay, we're not looking forward to that, y'all. Okay, so we're looking forward to a new life with Christ in heaven, in glory, a spiritual body, one that won't die, one that can't experience pain. That's what we're looking forward to. If you come back as a cow, guess what? You can experience pain. All you got to do is kill it, shoot it, whatever you want to do to it, they'll experience pain. I don't want to come back in, in no form that I can experience pain in. Neither do you. Young Parker understand that. He don't want to come back in no form where he can experience anything that he's experiencing right now. You don't want that. I don't want that. That's not what God promised for us. We're looking for a country, a city who builds and makes us is God. 
God got it for us. Jesus said, I go away. I go prepare a place for you. And when I return, and when I get through, I will come and receive you unto myself. So we're looking for a better place. So don't get hung up on this world. I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself while you're here. Enjoy yourself, but don't get stuck on it. Is that all right? Can, we, can I say it like that? Enjoy yourself, but don't get stuck on it. Be able to walk away from it. See, some people that are stuck on it, they can't walk away from the stuff. I can walk away everything. I had a man the other day. I ain't just trying to break on myself. I had a man come by my house the other day. Well, the pastor son who brought me all his tapes and stuff that his dad had and brought me all these tapes and everything that he had, that his dad had and all that kind of stuff. We went in the backyard and we looked around at some stuff and I showed him some things that I was working on. I showed him some of my toys that I played with and some of the things. <clears throat> Excuse me. As you look around my yard and some of the things, he said, man, you've got a lot of stuff. I said, yeah, I do. Thank God. He said, you got a lot of stuff. This your truck? Yeah, this my truck. These, what are these, these things right here, these things, these toys you ride, these toys y'all play. I said, oh, me and my kid, we have a ball on. He said, you got a lot of stuff. Yes, I do. But you know what? Let the Lord come. All that stuff can stay right where it's at or just anybody can have it. I don't want it. When the Lord comes, I'm going with the Lord. I ain't stuck. Well, not a word. I'm sorry. I don't care about this stuff. These things that I have, I don't care about it. I'm not stuck on it. I'm not hung up on it. When the Lord comes, I want to go and be with the Lord. Forget the car. Forget the truck. Forget the house. Forget the wheels. Forget everything. I'm going to be with the Lord. I'm not stuck on nothing but Jesus. And I want you to be the same way. So we're looking for a country, a city, and building it. It's God. Pastor Johnson personally thanks everyone for joining us for our midweek prayer and refuel service. We are located at 3002 Chelsea Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. Services start at 11 a.m. and we would love to have you as our guest this Sunday. You'll be glad you did.